Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited. This is one of the most important activities I do in my own life. And as a cognitive behavioral coach, I walk my clients through this process at the end of each month, at the end of each year, really as a way, as an invitation to look at what our brain is doing, look at how we are creating things in our life and to make new choices and create things on purpose in our lives. So I want to talk about our end of year reflection. You could insert end of month reflection. You could, I just want you to know that it is so important to look at the thoughts that we are creating by default, right? Oftentimes we, pick up things along the way. We pick up, you know, we probably have a lot of thoughts about 2020, a lot of messages that we've been telling ourselves about how this year has been super hard and everything has been a dumpster fire. Everything's been super hard. I see that often in like social media memes. You see it and what, I've talked about this before, but what is that doing when we're saying this whole year has been a disaster? It's not helpful. It's not helpful to us. It's not helpful to those around us. We need to decide how we want to think about this year. We need to decide what we're going to make this year mean now and forever, knowing that we get to choose the narrative. We get to choose our thoughts and our feelings about this year and about all that we're doing. So I'm super excited to talk to you about the questions I have. I'm going to talk about the questions. I'm going to walk you through the process. Let's go through this. Let's see what happens in our brains and what comes up for you. So the first question, we're going to go through the questions. You're going to ask yourself, is this like what went well this year? What did I do well? What happened for me that I'm super proud of? What came up? What went well? Here's the deal. Our brain, because of that primitive voice in our brain, we are wired, we have that negativity bias. We're wired to see the negative far and above the positive that happens in our life, right? So oftentimes at the end of the year, we want to focus on all that didn't happen, all the goals we didn't achieve, all the things we set out to do. And we're like, see, didn't happen. I want to talk about this. I want to model this for you. Um, This year was the biggest year for my business. It was the year I finally showed up. I finally got out of my own way, right? I finally took all the principles that I teach others and applied it to my own life, right? Um, I was able to say, I'm not going to use my kids as an excuse to not show up in my business. I'm not going to use the idea, the possibility of an MS flare or a flare to to hold me back. Not going to do that anymore. And so it was what went well is finally I used my thoughts to create the life 
I wanted to live, right? That I knew was possible, that I know I finally claimed my worthiness this year. It only took me 41 years of life, right? And millions and lots of work, lots of work, right? To really decide and claim my goodness, I was nominated for an, a, like a recognition award for those that pivoted and, and made good things out of the pandemic. I'm super proud of that. I'm proud of the 30 plus women in the Courageous Life Society and the 20 plus clients that I, one-on-one -on -one clients that I've served this year. It's like that to me is the reason I do it. I'm, I'm super proud of my relationships with my family. I'm proud of showing up even when I'm in pain. I'm proud of showing up even when my body doesn't feel right. I'm just doing it and putting one foot in front of the other. So what went well that I want you to ask yourself the same thing. Here's the deal, your brain, like my brain does is like, yeah, but no, we're not going to, we just don't have time for that right now. This is, we'll get to that. But right now we are reflecting on what went super well this month, this year mm. in 2020, because your brain will want to, we rehearse stories of what, of hardship, of overwhelm, of worry, of things that didn't go right. We're so good at that. And this exercise, this end of year reflection is really an opportunity to say, hmm, I, I don't choose that anymore. I choose something different. So I want to offer you the opportunity to look at what went well. And then we're going to look at what didn't work this year. So you primed your brain. And then you're going to reflect honestly about what didn't work. Here's the deal. You're going to be super aware of those cognitive distortions that also often pop up when you're doing this, what didn't work. Blame, self-blame, others blame. Like you're just stating the facts. You're not saying oh, it was my husband's fault. He didn't support me. And you're not like blaming. You're not doing all or nothing thinking. You're not catastrophizing, like it was all bad. You're not discounting the positives in the process. You're just saying, here's what didn't go well. And, and see what your brain comes up with, what didn't go well. Um, it's so interesting. Uh, I don't have very many what didn't go well in my business because I've done so much work around it. What didn't go well and what comes up, the only thing that comes up for my brain is really around my health. I wanted to leave 2020 without um, any challenges with my health. I would stay on the walls protocol and it would be super easy. Could have been for me, but I um, had just challenges in my brain. I just wanted to eat the sugar. Can I be the only one, right? So I just offer like what didn't work? Well, my thoughts about food and I claim those. I'm not saying I'm bad. I'm not saying someone else. I'm not blaming my husband and kids when they're eating their sugar, right? It's just something that happens. And I can choose life. I choose life over 
the immediate gratification of sugar. And so I, like what didn't work, it's hard for my brain to stay there. And I offer this to you because the more you do this work, I want you to see that it, your brain doesn't stay. The more you train your brain, the less it stays in overwhelm and fear and all the things. So did I reach my goals and why? So you're gonna ask yourself, this is the third question. Did you reach your goals and why? Again, it's just information. It's just knowledge. There's no, if we are not in a rush to achieve our goals, if we are not hustling because we are unworthy now, you're like, well, that's helpful information for next month. So nothing has gone wrong if you do not achieve your goals, nothing. So I want you to look at this as a way to say, where am I at? Where am I going? And nothing more. You are not using this to beat yourself up. You are not using this to sit in shame. This is not a you've done wrong conversation with your brain, with yourself right? So, so I ask myself, like, let's see here. Did I reach my goals? I created a group coaching program. Check. I, so before I always set super low goals, <laughs> right? Because I wanted to make sure I achieved them. But now I know, like, I can achieve everything. So my goal was 50 women in the Courageous Life Society. I don't know if it'll happen. I'm, I'm not in, I'm totally in belief that I will have 50 women. And in fact, my 2021 goal is 300 women in the Courageous Life Society. It's that easy. I just get to choose. And I don't, right? We're not doing our SMART goals. We're not doing, like, are they achievable? Says who? Like, we're just doing this. And this is what it will mean and what it'll be. And so, yeah, I, I totally, did I reach my health goals? No. My health goal was um, to not, but what, what does it mean that I didn't reach my health goal? Of, to stay autoimmune free, flare free. What does that mean? So I offer this to you as a way to say like, but wait, there's more. Why didn't I achieve them? Why didn't I reach my goals? I wasn't laser focused. I had a lot going on and I wasn't focusing my brain. I was using a lot of excuses, a lot of other things happening to keep myself from that. So just, just look at looking at that. Um, and so it goes to how would I rate my effort from a scale of one to 10 and why? So one being the lowest. I would say my effort in my career was a nine. I totally was so committed. And I could have not been. Like I could have been like, oh, I've got kids at home. Now I'm homeschooling. I need to scale back. And I was like, no, I can do both. Totally fine. How would I rate my effort towards my health? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, I would say, oh, I mean, I have it written down. I'm acting like I don't remember. I would say a six because I was not, again, laser focused on what I know is possible for my life. And I didn't choose my life 
and I didn't choose my health and looking at my anchor thought I choose life every time I chose the short-term reward totally fine nothing went wrong and here's what it's taught me it's taught me that I can choose that I don't have to say that I have to follow the walls protocol I don't have to follow it I get to choose that and I get to choose it moment by moment day by day and month by month and year by year right so I just offer this. Now, when we're looking at all the goals, I often group mine around like career. I do financial separate. It's quite controversial, but I, uh, the goals that gets results program gals know why I do this. Um, I have um, personal goals. So I have family goals. Um, I have home goals. So my family goals were to really have great individual relationships with each family member of my immediate family, right? And totally achieve that. And it feels so good. Now, it's not always easy to um, have those relationships. I have to choose them day by day. You guys might have seen my um, beautiful... Uh, stories about how frustrated I get. I get frustrated with my kids. I get frustrated with my partner, my husband, but I still choose, like I choose life. I choose love every day. And sometimes that requires me to choose thoughts that I am not immediately thinking. It requires me to rewrite the story in my brain. And so I just offer that as an opportunity to you um, as, as something like, you can do this. It is not your circumstance. It is not the other people that make you feel the way you feel. It's your thoughts about them. And so when you know you can create any thought, any emotion, you are given the tools you are given the key to your own joy because you can choose what you think and feel about any situation. You can choose what to do and that feels so good. Okay, so the next question, so we have um, what went well, what didn't work, did I reach my goals and why, how would I rate my effort, and five, what did I learn? I learned a lot. I have like 70 pages and I love to do this as a brain download. You guys know I'm the biggest fan of brain downloads. So you're just going to like set a timer five minutes and you're going to be like, let's do this. 10 minutes. What did I learn this month at the top? I learned that I am far stronger. I am far more capable. I am far more in incredible than I ever imagined than I ever dreamed. I can create wealth. I can create abundance for others. Like it was such a beautiful experience. Um, and so I do that and I offer that to you as a way to understand what you are making this mean for you. What are you making 2020 mean? Because oftentimes, you know, in, in coaching, we say, okay, well, how is this serving you? And that's our next six 
question, right? Like, how did this all work out for me? How is this serving me? I ask that because I, what are we doing there? We're rewiring our brain. We're reframing those thoughts. Like, yes, it was hard. 2020 was shock, shock of all shocks, right? To all of our systems. We lost people. We, we embraced each other. We had more um, distance than we ever dreamed possible. Like all of these things happened. All of it happened. What did I take from that? What did I learn? And how am I going to let that serve me? How is that going to serve me in this work, in my life? And then I want you to ask, what am I grateful for? And that oftentimes is, how, how did this serve me? How did this all work for me? You guys know one of my favorite anchor thoughts is this is all working out. This is working out. This experience right now, this conversation is working out. Someone needs to hear this. My client, you were there ready for the Courageous Life Society group coaching program, or you're ready for one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do this work because I want to remind you that you get to choose your thoughts, sweet friends. You. And it is serving you. So what also are you grateful for? I love to do this. I think this is one of the best ways we can start programming a different narrative in our brains. And, and right, acknowledging what you're grateful for is not saying I don't have hardships. Absolutely not. We do not believe in that cognitive distortion or all or nothing thinking, right? Like I either feel completely grateful or I feel overwhelmed and life is hard. Like there's gray area. So what I invite you to do in your year end reflection is go through and you're going to write all a hundred things you're grateful for. I did this. I do this once a month. It's not, and I do it every day. So it's not like, like my brain is super like, <gasps> Theo laughing, Henry showing Theo how to swing by himself, Henry's love of Legos and making a specific Lego character and Chris bringing me tea and coffee and Chris's love, like, the list goes on and it's mostly not material things. It totally could be material things. A house, a, a computer to record and a Logitech, do we say that Logitech? Um, camera that makes me look better on screen than the Apple, like the one built into the vet. Like I want you to start writing it all down. My candle, my, I mean, like my phone, my planner, like I love to do this because it, 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 what we're just wiring your brain to notice the positive, what went well, what do I, what am I thankful for? And so you're reframing the year. It is not all about what, how hard it was, how you struggled. And that 
you can write that narrative in like, yes, I am courageous. Yes, I figured it out. Yes, I'm so much stronger than I could ever have imagined. Yes, I survived COVID in the home. Yes, all of the things. Yes, I lost someone from COVID and my heart was broken into. Yes, life is is challenging sometimes. And yes, I am living with a long-term illness and it seems unfair sometimes, but there is beauty. There is, is greatness all around me. And I say yes to that. And I get to frame what this year means in my life. I get to choose what it looks like, what I tell myself and what I tell others about 2020. And what if we all could say, we learned so much in 2020, it wasn't a dumpster file, fire, file, I'm not going to, right? Okay, so the last question is like, at last but not least, what do I want to let go of or leave in this year or in this month? Depends on when you're using this, right? And you can do this. You can start a year. Who says that a year has to start January 1st, right? Your year could be a fiscal. It could be a made up. It's a made up thing. You could start a new year, new you at your birthday. I don't care. I want you to honor the person that you are, your worthiness. And I want you to decide to create thoughts on purpose, thoughts that serve you about your experience. And I want you to decide to leave things behind. Here's what I'm leaving behind. I'm leaving behind the narrative that it's not fair. I, I, I can cry about this. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm... I have um, created a narrative in my brain that it's not fair that I have an autoimmune condition. Other people go through life and they're fine. They can eat the sugar and all the things, right? I love that I'm focusing on sugar today. You can tell where my brain's at. The dairy or the flour. I don't care about those. I care about And so I just offer this to you as something that, you identify, you have to name it to then decide to let it go. And I visualize, this is right, my therapist training. I visualize putting it in a package. Like, here's my thought, it isn't fair. I'm gonna wrap it up in a bow and I'm gonna leave it in 2020. Because that thought, what is good about that thought? That thought shows that I want a good life. I want an easy life. I want, I, I am, I choose me. I preserve my health and myself and it matters that I'm healthy. There's nothing wrong with that thought, but that thought does not serve me and it does not help me move forward in a new story. So I'm just going to wrap that sweet little thought up and say, thank you brain for trying to protect me. But this idea that this isn't fair, I'm going to leave here. I'm going to create a new thought. And it's almost like you get a brand new package. So that package is going to be left. And in 2020, all of this serves me. I learn and grow from my challenges. 
Challenges do not stop me. I choose life every day. And it makes me, like this illness, this autoimmune condition, makes me choose it even more. It makes it ever present for me that I have a choice every day. And so I just offer that to you as like, what are you going to choose? You get to give yourself all new thoughts at any point. You can choose to wrap something up and leave it behind. And you can choose new thoughts that serve you. Here's the deal. One of the most important um, one of the most important things that I often talk to my clients about is how we are letting the, the past determine our present and our future. I think so often the work in this world of therapy and coaching is, is like detaching from the past, is changing the narrative of the past because it does not serve our now. It does not serve the person that we are now and in the future. And so one of the biggest ways we sabotage our brains, our lives, our progress is by not leaving those stories behind, stories that don't serve us. So I invite you now to decide three things that you're going to leave behind. But here's the deal. Because they're super easy, right? They're super easy. Your brain will want to keep those thoughts going. It's that primitive brain just wants life to be easy. It wants to keep thinking what it's always thought. And I'm asking you to be okay in a state of cognitive dissonance. You realize that. Like, leave that thought behind. Create a new thought. In the in-between, it's going to be a uncomfortable, but you're willing to be uncomfortable. You're willing to do it. You're willing to be like, I'm all in. I am willing to have some feelings in the interim, knowing that the more I practice, the more I do, the more um, practice, practice, practice of these new thoughts, they will become beliefs. Beliefs are just thoughts we practiced over and over again. So how are we going to get you to Letting go of the old and believing fully in the new comes with practice, sweet friends. So I invite you to do this end of year reflection. If you have questions about it, you know you can email me, hello at jessicastong.com. I promise this is what you need to start 2021 with a new sense of you, with a new commitment, a renewed mind, right? You can do this work, sweet friends. I love you all so much. Please know that in um, 2021, January of 2021, the Courageous Life Society's topic is courageous action. We're going to be doing this together. If you're like, okay, I'm ready. Here's, here's the point though, sweet friends, is that action is driven by your thoughts and emotions. So this month, we're just Wiring, wiring in, practicing those thoughts we want to think so that when we go to take action, we're like, boom, I got this. I can do this. So if you're ready, if you're like, this is it, it's never too late. It's never too early to join. And here's the deal. When you join, just because it's just how I decide 
to run my business, you get access to all of the past trainings for six months. You'll get December, you'll get January. I promise you this membership changes lives. I am blown away by the women who every day are doing incredible work on themselves and in their lives and in their families and in their communities. Guys, it's incredible. I love you all. You are capable of amazing things. Now go out, decide what you want to think and, and practice it. Okay. Hugs to you all. See you soon. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.